Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 13. How's it going, Left Hand? Hey, bud. How are you? I'm doing well. We are on location again at the... We're uh, a hidden location, hidden, aren't we? Hidden lair. <laughs> the secret lair of our guest, which we'll announce here in a minute. So what did you do this week when it comes to firearms? Man, I did a lot of different things. Did some cleaning. Did a little maintenance on my guns. Actually, uh, a couple of friends, people like the way I clean guns. So it's a curse, I guess. <laughs> what do they time. like about the way you clean guns? Well, probably because I do it and I don't charge them. Uh, okay. <laughs> I enjoy cleaning guns, you know. I've told you before, that's one of the relaxing things that I do. Got a couple of neat ones, and I brought them tonight, too. Nice. Uh, to let you look at them. One's a really old classic. So we'll pull it out later and let you look at that. <laughs> <laughs> the gun. The gun. <laughs> Just did a little maintenance on the guns. Um, did a little research on uh, a couple of other guns that I'm looking into uh, purchasing. If those, those come to surprises fruition, when you get them. then we'll definitely announce those. My little secret project that I've been working on, we're a couple of steps closer on that as well. Nice. Got a couple of more meetings set up with that, so okay. that's moving right along. You said you were going to go to see if they had that 300 block out. Yeah, i was uh, been looking for 300. That's one of the ones I've been researching. Uh, I definitely want to get a 300 blackout. So if anybody's got a good lead on a good deal on a 300 blackout in the uh, AR platform, shoot me a uh, Facebook thingy. What are they called? Uh, Post? Message. Message. <laughs> I don't know. Tweeters, twits. And <laughs> I don't know what they're all called. So Facebook me. How about that? There you go. At our uh, Talking Lead Facebook page. Or you can email us. Talkinglead at gmail.com. Yeah, from our website. Many different ways to get in touch with us. So, What about you, my friend? What did you do? Went after some advertisers. Started briefly going after that. that. I've Uh, seen that. So if you have a business out there and you'd like to advertise on Talking Lead, send us a message at talkinglead at (laughs) gmail.com. You you make us sound desperate, Dave. We're not desperate. (laughs) We're not desperate at all. It'd just be nice to be able to do this for a living. So we've got a a couple people lined up to do some advertising with us. And we're trying to get that clothing line going. Speaking of which, yeah, TG Promotions. Yes. uh, Got our clothing line set up. Thank uh, you so much. Uh, you can check them out, tgpromotions.net, not .com. Just remember, it's tgpromotions.net. And you can go to our website and go to the store section yeah. and click on that, and you'll be able to see all the offerings. pretty good selections up there right now. We do. Um, and we remember get some summer stuff up. I talked to talked to a person over there at TG Promotions, and uh, they're going to look into getting us uh, some more selection. Nice. A little bigger than what we got. Of course, we just started it, so right. you know we're just kind of. This is kind of a dry run, a soft launch, testing the water. So that's to speak. one of the reasons when you go on there. I had a couple of people ask, "Why isn't the logo on the items?" We're not going to be able to show the logo on the items until you order them, and then they come in and they take a picture, and then they'll put that on there. But if you see on our Facebook post for it, you see where it's uh, been embroidered, and you can kind of get an idea of what it's going to look like. A couple of them, like the camo stuff, you'll have the option of either doing one color or the Hunter's Orange logo on the camo. And then the camouflage hat, you can either have the full color logo or well, all Well, I've also requested we get a black hat also. Yeah. So they're going to be putting that up also yeah so it'll be really cool so we've been doing that now for the surprise i kind of told you i was wanting to surprise you with i'm not going to say who yet because it's not in concrete but we (laughs) were offered the opportunity to go to a sniper training school this summer shut up yes we are going to get to go to a sniper training school like military yeah well, it's military level. It's not actually with the military, but yeah. it's military level. And we're going to get to go. We'll do some promotions for them, be a part of that. It's going to be really fun. Cool. So that was another. So I need to go get a ghillie suit? Oh, I wonder if we get to wear ghillie suits. Ghillie dip. 
That'd be awesome. Another thing I want to kind of mention, we saw, and everybody got really excited, that the assault weapons part of the gun bill was dropped. Don't get too excited, though, because here's the thing I read today. The assault weapons ban from 1994 happened in the exact same way. They had a ban that was part of the bill. In 93, they withdrew the ban part from the bill. They added it as an amendment in '94, and that's how it got because they didn't because everybody thought it was done and over with. And they, they rested on the fact that they right. didn't go through the first time. So everybody still, you have to contact your senators, your representatives, keep and it going. keep it going. Don't stop. Don't relax because that's when they'll get you. Right. Let's go ahead and announce our guest today. Our special guest, we're hidden in his secret lair, is 22 Plinkster. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Doing very well. What did you do with uh, guns this week? Well, I didn't do a whole lot because I work during the week, of course. Not to say that you guys don't work or anything, um, <laughs> but I have a job. Well, we that... didn't do much, as you just heard, so. <laughs> <laughs> with guns anyway. I work about 12 hours a day and... Uh, get home you call that work well yeah and you know get home with the kids and you know i I didn't have a lot to do but i did do some cleaning this week and i did some inventory so it's been a while since i did some ammo inventory nice so and it's nice that you have enough to be able to inventory in that so did you cry afterwards or no i was finding ammo everywhere awesome (laughs) i was like i didn't know i had that ammo didn't know that that ammo so it worked out pretty good so i have more ammo than what i thought i had so and if you those of you don't know who 22 plinkster is just go to youtube type in the number 22 p-l-i-n-k-s-t-e-r and you'll see his videos he's a 22 trick shooter yeah. Some pretty cool stuff on there. Yeah, we'll very much enjoy that. Did you come up with the, the name yourself, or did somebody uh, tag actually, you with that? Well, I actually came up with it myself, but it was all by accident. Um, I was supposed to be 22 Plinker on YouTube, but that name was taken. So um, I became 22 Plinkster as my second option. So uh, that's how I, I came up with the name. I that's got a better name, ring so. to it anyway. Well, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. It's what people tell me, but... No, my, wife, other, my wife likes Plinky. Yeah, it, yeah <laughs> she called me Plinky. Plinky. Yeah, Plinky. So yeah, I don't um, think we'll. Yeah, so we won't keep that one going. It's not very manly, but no, uh, no. We'll, we'll just call me Plinkster. We'll the go. Ladies with that. may like that though. <laughs> the ladies man. So uh, that other guy, have you checked into his uh, YouTube site? Has he got anything going on? The twenty-two Plinker. Plinker. Um, I don't think he exists anymore. Yeah. So I I couldn't. It's been man. It's been probably a year. Wait since. a minute. Did you take care of him? Um. No. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> no. I. I you he know, just kind of disappeared. Huh? I guess I don't. Oh, he may not have any videos. Was he videos a trick shooter? Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Um. I have no idea. He probably. Point being any is you've of. you've made him obsolete now and twenty two. Well, I wouldn't go that the... far, but. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's kind of crazy how everything's worked out, but you know I don't know what happened to that guy. I don't. Even, you know, I don't know if that channel is even active or not. So, I've got this but one. But the now fact is, yours is active. And yeah, it's, it's very active. It's very active. You know, you've got uh, quite a following. Yes, um, you know, I wake up every morning and I look at the numbers, and it still blows me away that close to forty thousand people actually waste their time and watch my stuff. You know, every week. So, very blessed in that it's aspect. It's better that they watch that than Doctor Phil or some trash like that. This you know? is okay. true, or The Bachelorette. Hey, so, wait a minute. What's wrong with The Bachelorette? Listen, I I, I don't I don't force my wife to watch my videos, and she doesn't force me to watch The Bachelorette. So it's a, uh, a it's an agreement medium. that we have. Yeah. So and and Left Hand and I do not like The Bachelorette. Well, that's not what I heard. I, I don't even have TV, so 
That's true. Really? He's really? a hermit. Well, I don't watch TV. No, so I, I have a YouTube. TV, but I don't have like cable. I don't watch mainstream stuff. So I don't think I'd have TV if it wasn't for my kids. So my kids watch, you know, their little kitty shows. My wife watches her shows and stuff. I don't watch TV. You know, people ask me what my yeah. favorite show is. I watch Twenty Four. You know, when Twenty Four came out, Jack Bauer. You know, and all that good yeah. stuff. I watched that. That was the, like the. I'm last still saving show. that one. I do Netflix. So <laughs> still saving it. Yeah, I'm sorry. it's it's on my list to get to. Up. I just I just got through the X Files like last, <laughs> really? last Are year. Are you serious? Yeah, it took me I don't know two years to watch. How many X-Files years ended like 10 years ago? Yeah. Something like that? Uh, no, see, and I thought it was odd that well, Zeke said... I watched said, it off and on when I was younger, but I never got into it. <laughs> yeah, see, I thought it was odd but the other day that Zeke X-Files said yeah, that now. you just found Andy Griffith for the first time. So, um, <laughs> no, uh-uh. Andy Griffith was my like mainstay. Oh, man, I love some The Lone Ranger and Andy Griffith. Yeah, even though he didn't carry a and gun, Mayberry but that's okay. RFD, yeah. I he didn't carry a gun? No, Andy didn't. Barney did. Barney had one bullet. Yeah, anytime an escaped convict got out or something like that, that's when Andy would grab the rifle. You know, oh, yeah, the Winchester right. 94 or whatever yeah. it was, and uh, went out and looked for the bad guy. But no, he didn't. He'd always talk him down, though. He'd never have he to would. use it. He yeah. would. Yeah. So, He'd just walk up with man. his hands in he's his usually, pocket and just kind of... He's usually a moonshiner or something. Is he, so. is he still alive? No, no, he, he no passed Andy away. passed away. Yeah. It was like a couple of years ago. It wasn't long ago. Yeah. Couple years. What ago. about Barney? Barney's he, Barney's passed too. Also, has he? Don Knotts. Yeah, Don Knotts. He may have been the last one to pass away. Gomer's passed. Yeah, yeah he was one of the first yeah. to pass, wasn't he? Yeah. Surprise! So, surprise! What was uh, what was the name of the um, Otis Campbell? Otis. Mm-hmm. What, was that his real name? That was. Oh, I don't know name. his real name. I have no idea. What his you know, real name you know. Was. Actually, he was a preacher. Was he really? Yeah, I heard he was actually a preacher. I don't know <laughs> wow. if that's true or not, but I actually heard that he was a preacher and he played a drunk on Andy Griffith. <laughs> he played a good drunk, too. Yes, he, he was did. very convincing. He's probably one of my favorite characters. Yes. Him and uh, who was that hillbilly that came off the hill? The Darlings. The Darlings, but who yeah. was that guy who liked the Darlings' oh. uh, daughter? Oh, Char- was it Charlene Darling was the... Charlene, Charlene. and then... Oh, what was what was his name? The oh. one that was always in jail. No, he was, he, was, he was a troublemaker. Yeah. He would come no, down and... Ernest he, T. Ernest T. Ernest T. Ernest T. T. It's me, it's yeah. me, it's Ernest T. It's me, it's yeah. me. <laughs> Ernest T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was hilarious. As far as corrections from last week go... Uh, we had cutting us couple. off, Andy Griffith? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> As far as corrections from last week go, we got a couple of them. Uh, one a listener checked in with us and said, you know, make sure you check your uh, local and state laws when it comes to the knives in airports. In Tennessee, it was it was just a misdemeanor. What's that? To carry a knife in the airport, you, I mean, you lose your knife. No, it just it depends they on the, the size and. You but know, I mean, whatever. if it was just a, if it was under the four inches, they confiscated or something. Anyways, it wasn't as bad. This guy was saying that in his state, it was a felony to even carry. Yeah, it into I mean, the airport, it goes so. it goes without saying. Yeah. Check your state, you know, local and state laws and regulations. We're in Tennessee, and you know, by it's default, be different. You know, we're going to be talking about what applies to us. So, now, Also, as far as our knife laws in Tennessee, they're actually going to be getting better. Another listener sent us a message, said um, he just listened to the podcast, and the current knife laws look to be changing very soon in Tennessee. The State Bill SB 1015 and Tennessee House Bill 0581 would repeal previous laws and allow knives in excess of four inches to be carried. Additionally, switchblades would be allowed for those that choose. Both bills are facing little opposition, so it looks favorable for Tennessee. So I can to carry a sword? Yeah, that see, would be awesome. that's what I don't understand. You can carry a gun, but you can't carry a knife over four inches. Yeah, I've never understood that. I, I don't. Understand well, and that. then we found out last week that this 
this knife is illegal. It's a switchblade. Considered a switchblade. If what their test is, is they open it like this, and if they let go, or, it goes open. See that right there? They said inertia counts that as right a switchblade. I thought also, it was something that came out of the top. It was considered a switchblade. Not by the word of the law. Okay. If it, but if it, can it looks be assisted, like it's going to change. So Yeah, if it could be assisted, opened. Unless you have a rape Other whistle on that. your knife. If you have a rape whistle on your knife, I think you're illegal no matter what. You or a flashlight. You have because a whistle now, this, and a flashlight. This can be considered a, a rescue device, rescue tool. So when he said it, you know, if you're... If it's for safety. If you're questioned by a law official, even if it's his, then you never say that, you know, you have it for your protection. Because then it's for the reason of going armed. Yes. It's for the reason of going armed. But if you say it's for survival or safety or, you know, something like that, then you're okay. Skinning a deer. Whatever. Skinning a deer. I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, rescue. rescue. Knife. So when I carry my samurai tool. sword, you say tool, don't say knife. It's you say for rescue safety. Tool. tool, tool. Yeah. When I carry my samurai sword, I'm going to say it's to cut seat belts off if I go underwater. Oh, wow. there's the rape whistle. You know, there's yes. my rape whistle. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I heard this that. This is a rape prevention tool for me. <laughs> <laughs> I carry a 357 Sig because the ladies. <laughs> that one's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, as far as the guns and trunks bill, we uh, it did get signed by the governor since we had the last show. Yes, it so is it now will be law. July first. The law will go into place. Yep. But we were wrong on one thing. Yes, we I'm thought- just a bill sitting on Capitol Hill. <laughs> I, hopefully some of our rocks, oh maybe. i remember it he'd yeah. sit up there and he was all sad all sad because he was just a bill <laughs> <laughs> oh as far as the guns and trunks bill we had stated that the employers would still be able to punish the employees if the gun was found punish stored them? in the car but fire them or what have you there would suspension. be repercussions for having them but come to find out no they will not be allowed to fire an employee for carrying his gun stored in his car. Are you sure about that? Yep. I saw it in an article as soon as we get done with the show and read it, and I was like, ooh, i got to put that in corrections. Well, in the state so. of Tennessee, it's my understanding that an employee employer does not have to have any reason to fire an employee. Right. It's an at-will so, state. So, you know, you can he can make up something else like, hey, yeah. I don't like the socks you're wearing this morning. You're fired. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so. Which or, stinks. Because <clears throat> that's, that's, see, that's, backs. that's my problem, you know, with my job. Um, you know, of course, I do a lot of traveling. I'm in service and everything. And I have a company vehicle and their policy states you cannot carry in a company vehicle. And so I'm pretty much defenseless if something happens. So do so, you, uh, you got a rack on the outside that you carry it on? Because you can't carry it inside the vehicle. <laughs> no, that'd be a good idea. That's I can't carry it on the inside. There's always a way to beat it. Come on. And man. I go to some pretty, pretty rough places. So, Or do you have a trailer hitch on the back? No, no. Um, <laughs> I will be looking into one now. So. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> just, just joking. Let's talk about the Jack Wagoneer of the Week, and this will tie in with our special guest here. There's a lot of people out there, when they see your videos, they say, oh, fake. Garbage. It's not <laughs> yeah. real. The person going on the Jack Wagon train... People going on the jack wagon train are all the people that think that 22 Plinkster shots are fake on those videos. Jack wagons. Jack wagons. Absolutely. So jealous. You know, I, think, I think they're more jealous than anything. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. And a lot of people could do these things. That Haters. I, that I do. You know, and that's, that's the way I see it. They could do the things that I do. They just don't take the time and try or practice. And I tell everybody, of course, I don't get this stuff on the first shot. Sometimes it takes me three, four, five, six shots to do it. But... A lot of the greatest trick shooters in the world 
they don't get the stuff on the first shot either. Bob Munden, you know, uh, I, I've talked to several people that's actually watched him perform live. You know, he always did throw the aspirin in the air and shoot it with the twenty two rifle, which that's not very safe in my book, but I'm mm-hmm. not trying to speak bad about, about my, Bob Munden or anything, but they're in the desert, you know, when they're doing those shots. But, you know, sometimes it takes him eight or ten tries just to hit one aspirin out of the mm-hmm. air. So, right. you know, it's, it's not easy stuff. It's, you know, it's called trick shooting for a reason. So, you know, a lot of people say that they're fake. I've got my reputation on the line each and every week. I have over a hundred videos at this point of, of trick shot and I'm serious. It took me like two months just to figure out how to edit a video, you know, on my Sony Vegas software. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not too technically inclined with soft software took or anything you like that. Longer to so, figure that out than how to do exactly. I'm not or... smart enough to know how to fake this stuff. Trust me. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I just get up and, and, and do the shot. And like I said before, a lot of people could do it if they just try it. So so, so the one shot, I think, in particular that, that we're talking about was um, there was a distance issue. The person yeah. had a problem with the, the distance. Yeah. But you had the camera zoomed in. Yeah, and, you know, just just for instance, you know, I, I uploaded a video this morning, and the camera zoomed in on the target. Well, I'm behind the target, and it only looks like I'm five feet away from the target. And I say in the video, I'm going to back up 20 to 30 feet right well after i do the shot you know you see me walk up to the target that i shot and there's been like six or seven people eight nine ten people comment on that video say hey that's way closer than 20 feet and i'm just like (laughs) all right i am six foot six every step is three feet I took so, hey, nine steps. <laughs> I took nine steps. <laughs> Do the math. Do the you know, I can't fake the steps, you know. Right. So, um, and I, I put that on there and they're still saying, no, that's that's under 20 feet. I'm like, really? Are you seeing the same video that I'm that I'm watching? And But, you know, it, it's frustrating sometimes because, you know, you can reply back to these people, but a lot of these people, you know. But that's, that's just the small, small majority of the people. It, it is. It is. There's, you know. You're always going to have that no matter what you it, you're exactly right. And, you know, I went probably three months on YouTube without having my first dislike. I had like 20 something videos on there and I had, I, I didn't have a dislike on a video. I only had like two or three likes on it. makes us awesome. We <laughs> got our first dislike in two hours. Yeah. So, and it wasn't, it wasn't, and it, wasn't <laughs> it wasn't until he 45 liked one of my videos and then his whole crowd came and watched one of my videos, had no idea who I was or didn't see any of my other videos that Dude, they, they slammed me hard, and I learned real quick to have thick skin on YouTube. So, because yeah. you're not going to please everybody, there's no way you're not. There's no way everybody's different, you know. Yep. And you're doing what you enjoy, and you, I'm sure you got into this because you enjoyed it, and you're doing it for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I this is stuff that I grew up doing. Not really the pistol aspect of it. I, I choose the pistol to do most of my trick shots with just because it's more challenging. I, I could do every one of these shots that I've done with a rifle if I wanted to, but rifles are a whole lot easier to shoot. So I, mm-hmm. I actually choose the pistol on purpose to do the shots. It, it's fun, and I grew up doing them with a rifle, but pistol just makes it so much. You know, I just like connecting with the pistol. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's it's. I love my woodsmans. I love them dearly. Speaking of, tell us a little bit. I know you've talked about this on other shows, uh, but give us just a, and our listeners, just a quick history of how you got started into this, the trick shooting. Well, um, I was about five years old uh, when I shot my first twenty two rifle. My dad had an old Weatherby, and, um, you know, he stuck up a golf ball at like 30, 40 feet. He said, shoot the ball, boy. I said, he was yes, holding sir. it? No, he wasn't, he wasn't holding <laughs> it. He it so, <laughs> not, not that I recall. And um, 
I, first shot, I remember I, I hit that golf ball. And if any of you guys ever shot a golf ball with a twenty two or with a rifle or anything like that, you know, they just take off. I mean, they just, pew, they just take off. And I remember watching that ball just take off and go down in the woods. And, I was, man, I was hooked. And so, me and uh, as I got older, you know, twenty two ammo back then was cheap. Mm-hmm. It, it was real cheap. I could, dad used to buy a box of federal ammo when I was younger for like $7 for a box of 550. So, and you know, he'd buy two or three boxes and I would shoot a box a week. And I had an old Browning lever action rifle that I used a lot. And me and my brother-in-law, which he wasn't my brother-in-law then because we were only like 12, 13, 14 years old and best friends don't marry best friends' sisters. So if you're listening, so no, I'm joking. He's still one of my best friends in the whole entire world. But we were really, really good friends before him and my sister ever dated. But we were, um, we would sit in the backyard and drive nails and boards and just sit back at like 40, 50 feet with the 22s and just drive nails all day, shoot clothespins off of clotheslines, shoot flies off of clotheslines. We would challenge ourselves. You know, there was an old barn where I lived, and there was a bunch of just old cans and everything, and we would stack those cans. There were like hundreds of them, and we'd back up at 100 yards open sites and just play a game of horse just shooting these cans with the 22s. So, cool. you know, I just grew up doing it, and uh, I just try to challenge myself every time I go out into something new and creative and different. And you you do more than just 22 shooting, too. I mean, you love <laughs> yeah. to hunt and – Oh and yeah, you use other firearms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see in your EDC check what we'll do in a minute. Uh, twenty-two. Uh, no, no, pistol no. or anything. You know, people, don't carry a twenty-two as your EDC. Uh, <laughs> no, or... and I'm actually going to do a video on that because, man, I get asked the question all the time. Like, all right, I'm looking to buy my first pistol and I want to get a twenty-two because it has a little recoil. Which one should I get for self-defense? <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to make a video on that. I'm not going to give my answer away, but you guys probably know my answer on the on the twenty-two rimfire for self-defense. But I, I shoot everything. I, I love shooting long range. I have a couple of rifles that I have um, that I have customized where I can shoot up to a thousand yards, three hundred eights. I've got some twenty two two fifties that are customized that five six hundred yards. They're my varmint rifles, and I, I own a lot of firearms. Zeke's seen a lot of my firearms. He hasn't seen them all, but um, I shoot everything. I shoot all kinds of handguns. Uh, I shoot all kinds of rifles. I'm not big. I'm not a big wing shooter. I'm not a big shotgun guy. And I own probably, you know, probably 10, 12 shotguns, maybe 15 shotguns because I'm a big collector. But uh, I, I don't I don't shoot a lot of shotguns. I like shooting skeet and stuff, but I don't I don't practice. The only time I shoot really shoot a shotgun is a turkey season. So which is in about a week. It's coming up. So yeah, yeah juvenile season this weekend and the in opening is the week after. So I'm pumped up, pumped up about nice. turkey season. Good deal. And you don't have any law enforcement military guys, right? <clears throat> No, my dad. Uh, my dad does. My dad's retired military. He was also on the uh, drug task force for several years. Oh, nice. Uh, he was also reserve deputy for several years. But uh, no, I do not. My dad taught me how to shoot, and what he didn't teach me, I kind of learned on my own. And then we always ask about the pop culture, which you kind of already answered with the twenty four answer. But do you have any other, you know, Top Gun movie? Top Gun? No, not Top Gun. But any other movie that's your tops that has to do with it guns? It could be Top Gun. Well, could be t- they have guns in there? Yeah, I think they did yeah. have a couple of guns. You can't the ones on the jet. Uh, yeah, those so, are guns. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Those are <laughs> um, major guns. Or in, song or whatever. Oh, man. One of my favorite movies that we watched over and over and over again was Sniper, Tom Berenger. Uh, oh, my goodness. I could watch that movie. Still, I could probably watch it 
back to back to back three times in a row and not get tired of it. So even though it has Billy Zane in it, I know, I know. And he wears like spandex camouflage, <laughs> but he throws it out the train window in, in, in one scene. So it's still good. a good movie, though. Yeah, very good. Yeah. And, and you know, it is. Have you seen the second and third one? I've seen the second. Yeah, I have. Actually, I have seen. Yeah, seen I've seen thing. both of them. Yeah, yeah. And they're all right, but it's it's not. Yeah. You know, it's not the first one. You know, yeah. I think it's either the second or third one. He takes a Berenger comes back in the third one, right? Yeah, he's he's actually Tom Berenger's actually in all three of them. Is he in the second mm-hmm. one too? Yeah, I don't remember. Being he's in actually in all three of them. Um, and yeah. from our collection, our collection dreaming episode, you answered with one of the guns from that movie. Yeah, I think it's a. It's I think the one, one that one, Billy though, Zane uses. Yeah. In no, the first, in the first one. Yeah, in the first one is a H and K PSG one. I believe that's what it is. It's what it looks like to me, and you know somebody yeah. could you know. Tell I me think I'm the IMFDB was wrong because we because we looked at it and it said it was one thing. Yeah. Then we went to the HK website and identical gun was the what you say PSG one PSG one. Yeah, that's what it was. So yeah. IMFDB, if you're listening, fix that. Yeah, that is my dream <laughs> rifle. If I could, oh my goodness, if I could get one of those rifles, I would be a happy camper. Well, you know, it could be one of those manufacturer things like your Mister Forty. Oh, is, that's true. It's also a P99. It's also a P99. So oh, it, could it could be one of those deals. But I've, I've heard some people, you know, since you're such a good shot, have have accused you of uh, doing steroids. Yeah. Yes. Can you, can you talk to that? You want to go ahead and make a public Juicing statement? it, man? Are you a lot of people it? accuse me that I'm juicing. You know, they see my videos, and I'm about to bust out of my shirt. They think that I'm on steroids. Um, <laughs> but I'm not. Honestly, this this body is all natural. Give a pose to the camera over there. Yeah, yeah. so... This body's all natural. Um, you know, it is it is years and years of just, you know, dedication, hard work. You know, you don't wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and say, Bam, Sacrifice. Look, look at this body. You, you just don't do it. You know diet. Yes, diet, exercise. That's you the know. Ethiopian diet, right? Yes, it is the meditation. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's the, it's the slim fast diet. So um, slim, really fast. Yes. So yeah, but I have been accused of of, of, of juicing it. So um, and I can talk because I brought pictures tonight to prove that I was as skinny. Yeah, I saw worse. those. I, I saw them. And you see, the funny thing is, uh, when I went to college, and I'll go tell you, when I went to college and played ball, my in August, my freshman year, we were getting our physicals and everything at Vanderbilt University, and. Um, so they had to weigh me and, and all that stuff and, and see how high, tall I was. So I was 6'6", 155. Oh, my gosh. 6'6", <laughs> 155. And if anybody remembers Manute Bowl. Yes. Yeah, I remember Manute Bowl. Well, that was in August. By December of that same year, I was 6'6", 225. Wow. Yes. Whoa. It was called taking in six to 8,000 calories a day mm-hmm. in the gym for three hours every single day. That'd my coach it. would stay over me and make just force food down my face. <laughs> you know, say, you're going to eat it, you're going to gain weight if you're going to be a forward. And so I was like, so I, I, I gained a lot of weight, a lot of muscle really quick, and then I got mono and lost every bit of it. Oh. Yeah, bummer. We've got some listener questions. Uh, posted a little thing on Facebook, and some people came in and uh, asked some questions. Uh, let's start off Bristol Ben. He asked, um, who would be better in a leopard print bikini, Lori Morgan or the female lead actress from the movie Shooter? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. I know exactly who that one came from. Uh, 
Well, I don't know if I can even. You don't have to. Or, you don't have to. You don't have to. Answer answer okay, good because I'm not. Just, just I think that was a rhetorical <laughs> question. Yeah. Uh, we also have one from. I think this is a legitimate one. Troy C asked, "When is Plinky and quotation, quotation oh, come marks <laughs> going to post a review on a Kimber 22 conversion upper or a Quartzen LLV upper?" Troy, I know I've had <laughs> your conversion kit and upper now for two months. <laughs> I apologize. I am so sorry. I have not been able to get a cameraman on the Fridays that I shoot here very soon. I will make a review with your Kimber upper and your, excuse me, your Vakortsen upper and your 22 long rifle conversion kit. I have shot both of them. They shoot very nice and I can't wait to do a review with them, but I need a cameraman. Just give me a call. Gotcha. I got some more free time coming up. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Let's see. We've, you've got some celebrity people asking questions. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the Green Giant. Green Giant. He, he oh, asks, oh, oh. Uh, did, did Plinkster eat any corn today? Uh, <laughs> no, not that I know of. No, did not. <laughs> do you have an affinity with corn? <laughs> corn? No. I can't. I'm trying to keep a straight face right now. I can't do it. Corn? Do you need to call the Green Giant real quick? I, th- I think we may need to call this person. I think he needs a... Uh... Hello? Yes, is this uh, TN Outdoors 9? Yes. TN Outdoors 9? It's Plinkster. You're you're on the air, TN Outdoors 9, so uh, don't say anything stupid. You're, you are on the air. On the air of what? Of talking lead. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I guess I get some questions asked. And um, Wait a this it's after ten o'clock. What's going on? Ten, we're talking ten p.m. Yeah, yeah, it's ten o'clock. And um, Plinkster's a little longer winded than you were when you were on the show. I give them facts, buddy. <laughs> we had to draw a little further too. <laughs> oh man! Were you in bed? No, I'm sitting here uh, doing expense reports. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> Man, well, after I get through with this podcast, maybe I'll come over or something and just help you with the expense reports because that sounds like a lot of fun. Because I don't need sleep tonight; I'd rather do expense reports. <laughs> are you really? Are you really recording this? Yeah, yes, we're really we're recording, recording this. We, he, he, I told him this celebrity green giant asked him a question, and all of a sudden he felt the need to call you. Yeah, it's like man, that dirty. Because after the second corn one, you know. <laughs> Come on. I know exactly who that's from. I couldn't keep it. Oh, man. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to get edited out, probably. So Probably. (laughs) (laughs) We just wanted to call and say hi. You get back to your expense reports. See if you can't work us some ammo in that expense report. Sure. All right. You want to ask a question? You want to ask me a question? No. Well, I think I've already asked you a couple of questions. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, can I ask you a question? <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Gold dot or golden saber in 40 cal? Gold dot. Okay. That's it. That's all I need uh, to know. Yeah. I'm uh, actually currently carrying the gold dot 165 grain and a Glock 23. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's what this is. Nice. Well, left hand's carrying the same thing. Yeah. Who is? Left hand. He's never shot it, but he's carrying it. <laughs> Really? Yeah. So he's so okay. That's great. He listened when you were on the show. He has the same holster yeah. that I have. Actually, I did. So, uh, so uh, how did how did you do on your zombie? Are you still carrying that junk? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> His gimmick ammo. Hey, it's 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 on the internet. Everyone knows. Oh crud. <laughs> yeah. You you mean this is going to be on the internet? Oh yeah. Oh no. Everywhere. Yeah. International. Really? PBS. Yeah. I've never been on the internet before. 
<laughs> That's right. Uh, you'll be famous. You'll be picked up by Diane Feinstein during a Senate <laughs> Judiciary Harry hearing Reed. or something like that. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. So <laughs> when they when they go try to outlaw twenty twos, I will be their poster child. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if you've talked about it on the show, but this thing ain't over yet, guys. Oh, yeah, no, that was one of the first things we, just, we said. Yeah, we've talked about it. We know it's not over. No, it's not. That's how they not. snuck it in last time. Amendments. Nope. So, all right, man. Well, you get back to your expense reports, and you keep it real, all right? Yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. I appreciate it. Thanks for, th- thanks for thinking of me. Not a problem, man. See all right. Enjoy, enjoy your show. All right. See you, G. See you. Okay. Bye. Right, bye. That was my gangster coming out in me. <laughs> <clears throat> Got a little gangster, a little redneck gangster. So we have one more uh, listener question. Greg, actually Greg from Gun Guy Radio, he asks, who is better at basketball, Zeke or twenty two Plinkster? So that's a no-brainer. Uh, I don't know about that one. Mm. Let's give him a little history here. <clears throat> so <clears throat> back in the day, way back in the day, uh, Plinkster and I were high school basketball rivals, and we really didn't know it until this year sometime. We... Ran into each other with our business, and we both, neither one of us wanted to reveal our, our hidden secret identity, <laughs> but we started talking guns for about 30 minutes, and it was just kind of like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah, and then uh, when Hickok came on, he revealed to me who you actually were, and I was yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. okay, so it clicked, then come to find out you've played at our rival high school. Yes, many times. So, um, you sat the bench when I was playing that. Yeah, because I was much yeah. younger than you because you're an old man. You sure that's why? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, um, I, I brought a little something to have a little uh, competition. We got a little Nerf hoop here. Yeah. And since you're the guest, you know, as we continue the show, I'll, okay. I'll let you do some tricks. We'll play a little horse. So. All right. You want me to bank it or just... No, it, you it's just, horse. Okay. You, you choose the shot. Oh, oh. That was an air ball. Air ball. That was an air ball. I mean, he's a trick shooter. You don't get two shots in horse. Two air balls, man. So, yeah. uh, Be careful the range will throw you off because that's really not 30 feet. At some point, we'll do a YouTube video of, of, of... Real basketball, and we'll we'll go for that. Better um, bring your so pumps. yeah, so that that's a little hit back history of uh, Zeke and Twenty Two Blinkster there. Yeah, and we'll continue to shoot a little bit throughout the show. This episode is episode number thirteen, my lucky number, and we're calling the episode "Lucky Shots." And we're going to kind of talk about some of the other famous trick shooters that have been around over the years. So let's start off with one of the originals, uh, Wild Bill Hickok. Not necessarily a trick shooter, but he was known for being a good shooter. Wild Bill Hickok, also known as James Butler Hickok. Looks like he was born around May the 27th, 1837, and he died August 2nd, 1876. Better known as Wild Bill Hickok. He was a folk hero of the American Old West. His skills as a gunfighter and scout, along with his reputation as a lawman, provided the basis for his fame, although some of his reported exploits are fictionalized. Really? You think? <laughs> that means not true. You mean the movies make it I think not real? most of the old Wild West people were highly fictionalized, like Wyatt Earp and all that gang. Born and raised on a farm in rural Illinois, Hickok went west at age 18 as a fugitive from justice. I thought he lived here in Tennessee. Oh, Wild Bill. No, My bad. Hickok. Wild oh, okay. Bill Hickok. Sorry. Illinois. So uh, he's a he's a flight a flight from justice. I thought you were gonna say he's a flight attendant. Flight attendant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Working on the stagecoach. He was a flight attendant. But he did first work on a stagecoach <laughs> as a driver before he became a lawman in the frontier territories of Kansas and Nebraska. He fought for the Union Army during the American Civil War and gained publicity after the war as a scout. 
marksman, actor, and professional gambler. I think they all gambled back in those days, didn't they? Mm-hmm. That was a requirement. It was like being a good shot and a gambler. Between his law enforcement duties and gambling, which easily overlapped, Hickok was involved in several notable shootouts. He was shot and killed while playing poker in Deadwood, Dakota Territory, now South Dakota. Deadwood. There was a, uh, was it HBO that had that mm-hmm. show? Deadwood? Deadwood. Yeah, it yeah. was. So I wonder what, uh, who killed him? Do mm-hmm. we know, do we know who his opponent was? No telling. Somebody that probably Chuck said Norris. he was cheating. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. <laughs> Tom Berenger. There you go. <laughs> Jack Bauer. <laughs> So there's a little uh, background on Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah, let's go forward a few years. We got uh, Annie Oakley, uh, probably one of the most famous, famous initial yeah. uh, trick shooters out there. You've actually done a few of her trick shots, haven't yes. you? Yes. Like the mirror over the shoulder stuff. Mirror. She was famous for using the mirror over her shoulder and also putting out candles. Putting out candles. Putting Have you out done candles. One of those? I've done three or four of them. Nice. Mm-hmm. Didn't Very she also cool. shoot lipstick? Didn't you do some lipstick shots? Not yet, but you have my attention. <laughs> Shots. <laughs> Wrong videos. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not me. That's 22 Plinker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that was. Yeah. what about that guy, 50 BMG Plunkster? That guy's a jerk. He's like, he was like all, he was all worried that you shaved your mullet off. I know. He it, thought it was real. I, I don't know what's up with that guy. That's crazy. So gullible. One, another one of those trolls. Trolls. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, Annie Oakley toured with Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. Um, she could shoot well with all kinds of handguns, rifles, uh, and even shotguns, but she preferred a twenty-two caliber rifle. Like somebody Imagine else that. sitting right here. Standard tricks of hers included, and these all sound familiar too. Cutting a player playing card in half with a rifle bullet at long ranges. Shooting cigarettes in half while they were held by volunteers. I haven't seen you do that one yet. Any volunteers? Maybe we can get uh, Outdoors TN9 to volunteer for that. Or TN Outdoors 9, either or, one of them. Or what's his name? <laughs> TN Outdoors 9. Or maybe we can get TN Outdoors 9 to volunteer for I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to just start calling him T.O. for short. 10 Outdoors. T.O. 9. We'll call him Niner. 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 Tenner Niner. Tenner Niner. Tenner Niner. She also shooting a dime, tossing the air at range of 90 feet. Did they have dimes back then? That would be impressive. Shooting at 90 feet. Foot 90 range. feet. That's 30 yards. I don't even think I could see a dime thrown that high at 30 yards away. That's, that's one of those. And I'm not calling this person whoever wrote this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's. I think that might be one of those fictionalized. Man, yeah. that, that's. Dude, at, at 30 feet. I mean, excuse me, at 30 yards, that's 22 nuts. bullets. Now, 90 feet. How many steps for you would that be? 30. That would be 30 like yards. 30 feet. Because yeah, so, you're 6'6. Six, six, and if you take a step, mm-hmm. that's about three. We're. Helping some of your naysayers do the math here. Yeah, well, she can, you know, she could. She also shot a shotgun a lot, and you know that may be one of those shotgun things. It could be because it doesn't say what kind of gun it. Yeah, was. it doesn't. Yeah, so because we just, of the we're just assuming it was a twenty-two. A twenty-two yeah. at 30, 30 feet. Uh, excuse me, at thirty yards. She used a lot. The it was oh, what was the the rifle that she used? It was a Marlin Model 64, I believe. I think it's a Marlin Model 64 lever action, which she used the majority of her trick shots. I think it's a 64. I don't know. I may be wrong on the model number. But she also did use a 1890 Winchester. Um, I've got an 1890, and the first tribute shot that I did for Annie Oakley was I used an 1890 Winchester pump nice. action. But 90, man, 90 feet with that. There's that's just, insane. Yeah, that's just, wow. 
That would be awesome. Because it'd be hard to group a dime size at 90 feet with, with the technology that they had back then with the barrels and the ammo and stuff like that. Oh, sure. Yeah, she was also known for shooting long strings of targets tossed in the air. In one instance, she hit 4,472 out of 5,000 in a single day. Oh, I yeah, wish I could shoot 5,000 rounds in a day. How much That'd would that awesome. cost nowadays? That's a lot. Well, the price That'd of be pretty expensive nowadays. Yeah. Then we've got, um, I'd never heard of these, but it was interesting. I'm putting this one in because of what the wife became known later as. Um, it, it was the Fabulous Topper Wines. It was a husband and wife pair. They were exhibition shooters in the mid-20th century. Adolf, or Ad, began shooting as a boy. He held many positions as a professional exhibition shooter. When he married his wife, Elizabeth, who later became known as Plinky. It's hmm. <clears throat> a pretty she, common name. Hmm. She began to shoot, and she soon became better than her husband's not inconsiderable skills. They were one of the first people that really made famous the uh, shooting things out of people's mouths, uh, whether it be you know balloons or cigarettes or carrots. Carrots. I don't know why in the world I was saying sixty four. It's the Marlin thirty nine A, in which they also make a thirty nine A Golden. I don't know why in the world I've shot several of them. I've actually done a video using a Marlin 39A shooting dental floss <laughs> down at 90 feet. Wow. I never, I don't know why. I'm you sorry, it's not, late. You, you used trick camera shots. Yeah, that's yeah right. did. You didn't do that. <laughs> don't make me come over his table, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you wouldn't got, have to come far with those long arms. <laughs> <laughs> then we got one of your favorites. You've done a few tribute videos to um, Bob Munden. Yes. Can you talk about him a little bit? Yes, Bob Munden. In my opinion, Bob Munden is, it, well, was the greatest shot probably ever. Um, there will never be another Bob Munden. A lot of people, I don't know why in the world they do this, compare me to Bob Munden. I'm not even in the same league as Bob Munden. He's known to be the fastest quick draw in the world ever, really? ever. And just his accuracy from the hip was amazing. You know, he could do, you know, baseball size grips, uh, grips, baseball size groups from the hip with a 45 Colt from like 30, 40 feet every wow. single time and just cut out, you know, center section of paper. But, he does have some five, six, seven hundred yard revolver shots, Holy popping cow. balloons and stuff. It's just he's amazing. It was amazing. Unfortunately, you know, he passed away this past December with a heart attack. So, mm-hmm. and you've got uh, one of the more modern known trick shooters, Jerry Michalek. He and his whole family are, are speed shooters and trick shooters. He's a competition shooting instructor. Instructor, a speed shooter. He's renowned as one of the fastest revolver shooters in the world. Uh, I'm assuming not the, because Bob Munden was. Hmm. He was known for emptying a five-shot revolver in .57 seconds. Yes. In a group the size of playing cards. That's insane. Michelet currently holds five world records in exhibition revolver shooting. He's married to Kay Clark Michelet, herself an accomplished shooting, holding numerous national and world titles. And I think even their daughter is a professional shooter now, too. That's awesome. It's like a whole family of professional trick shooters. It's in their DNA. Yeah. And they've been on that show, Impossible Shots, that comes on Outdoor Network, along with a lot of other new trick shooters that are out there, including part of the Firearms Radio Network, Julie Golub from Gun Girl Radio. Very cool. She's been on that show a few times. That's cool. Doing trick shots. So we don't forget like we did last week and get called out by our guest. EDC check, 22 Plankster. Where are you carrying? See if you can tell. No, you sounds can like a Glock. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, not even close. Uh, I think it's an FN. Yeah, it's yeah, not whatever. as good as a Glock. Yeah. No, H&K. 
357 Sig. It's a nice gun. You're carrying a Blackhawk Serpa. Blackhawk Serpa. Level two. Um, yeah, I don't know. I bought this for my um, other H and K P2000 in the 40 cal, and of course they fit. You know, it's the exact same frame and everything i have a crossbreed holster that i bought january ordered january the 23rd and it should have been here today but more likely be here tomorrow nice so i, I finally did that about the um I forgot which one i bought it's been so long <laughs> so <laughs> but i'm supposed to be getting that in the mail to you know tomorrow hopefully that's a nice pistol though it is a nice pistol. 357 sig 357 sig i had the 40 i love the 40 so much i you know between hickok and Mostly TN Outdoors nine. They sold me on the three fifty seven Sig, just the ballistics off of it and everything. And right. I was at a local gun shop, and they had the P two thousand and the three fifty seven Sig, which I didn't even know they made. And um, I picked it up. I traded. Well, actually, I traded something for it and took it home, and it shoots just like my forty. Awesome. I that forty man. I'm serious. I've shot a lot of carry pistols. I have several carry pistols, but man, that 40 is just with the right load. It is dead accurate. Now we forgot to ask you earlier when we were talking about how you got into firearms. What was your first gun? First one you shot, and then first gun you bought. First gun I shot was my. Uh, it was probably my dad's Weatherby. It, it was during the same time period. It was either that one or a Winchester model 60 single shot I, it's right around the same time period so I, 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 I really remember the Weatherby but the first gun that I bought once I turned 21 this is going to surprise a lot of people Marlin model 60 the golden gun nice. and the reason why I call it the golden <laughs> gun is you know you can pick them up at Walmart brand new for 180 bucks I bought I found this rifle at a pawn shop locally <laughs> and it was me when me and my wife first got married we were dirt poor i'm talking like dirt poor and it was our first christmas together being married and she was like find you something for under 50 bucks and you know mm. merry christmas and so i was like well you do the same so uh <laughs> so much deep thought going in yeah so um so I was at a pawn shop and I and I wanted a 22 rifle because my dad had his 22 rifles. Like, excuse me, that I grew up with shooting. Me and my wife just got married, so those were dad's guns. So I mm. didn't take them from him. So I needed a 22. I bought that Marlin Model 60 and I found it in the back of the store and someone spray painted it gold. <laughs> The whole thing, <laughs> the stock, the barrel, they everything was gold. And I checked, oh you know, gosh. I checked, the, you know, a lot of things you check for uh, when buying a used rifle, you know, the, the, the crowning of the barrel, make sure that no one boogered it up real bad, make sure the extractor and stuff wasn't broken. It looked pretty good. So I went home and I, I took all the gold paint off of it. I re-blued it. And I, I would think painting it all gold boogers it up pretty <laughs> Oh man, it was it was it was ugly too, and a lot of the gold paint was like scratched off. And dude, it was just, it was straight up ugly, but it shot really well. So I bought it for forty dollars out the door wow. at that pawn shop. So you, you even saved ten bucks. Yeah, I even saved ten bucks. So I nice. bought back then. I could buy the bolt box gun. of ammo for ten bucks. So the golden gun. That's awesome. Left hand, your ADC check. What you got? I got the standard. Well, actually, not standard. I'm still uh, carrying the Glock twenty three, and I got the Wather. PPS on my ankle and oh. do you have we didn't do you have a blade you carry a blade plankster you blading it just flexing those <laughs> juiced up arms no I don't yeah. I don't carry knives that often I, I used to and then I would start losing them so uh-huh. I quit carrying them so I got tired of paying a hundred bucks or, they have these you know, great things that are called clips that you yeah, can kind of clip I, I, yeah. on and- but see they would always clip onto my seatbelt or something when I pull it over and I take my seatbelt off and I go flying out flying of my truck of or something so it, yeah. it, you know I never 
I, I don't carry a knife that often. I carry guns all the time, but I don't carry a knife. So gotcha. if I need gotcha. to cut a rope, I just shoot it. Tool logic, flashlight, flint knife. for fire starting. Flint fire starting. And, uh, and the, uh, yeah, I knew that was coming. Right, whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the pretty much the same thing I had last week. I've got the Glock 19, which 10 Outdoors 9, it has spear gold dots in it. Actually, it has spear gold dots in it, thanks to Plinkster. He saw that I had some uh, crappy ammo in yeah. it. He said, here, just, just gimmicky me. zombie ammo? No, I didn't have zombie. I can't remember what it was I had no. in there. Uh, you know, it was Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, because I just got yeah. back from the range. Yeah, it was Full Metal. Was I was like, I looked at him like, no. No. Yeah. So no. he said, you just know, trade me those. Sh- he said, well, I can't find any 9mm self-defense rounds. Nothing wrong like, with Full Metal Jacket yeah. ammo. If you can't find it. No. But, but I guess hey, I, I'd rather now. carry Full Metal Jacket ammo than, <laughs> than nothing. nothing. <laughs> so, exactly. Than a sharp yeah. stick. I mean, you're still going to put somebody down with Full Metal Jacket. And I've gotten into wearing my cowboy boots again, so I've got a little 357 Taurus 605 stuffed in the cowboy boot and a little holster down there. So we got some trivia this week. This week we're going to utilize Plinkster's YouTube channel. He did a tribute to Bob Munden after Bob Munden passed away. You've only done one tribute since he passed away, right? Since he's passed away, yes. I've done probably three other ones before. What was the trick shot he did in that video in the tribute to Bob Munden? uh, What color was his shirt? I think it's, it's always the same color. <laughs> you wear the same shirt in all your videos? Yeah. It's kind of like what do I do. Do you wash it? Sometimes. Uh-huh. Do you wear different hats? No. No. Same hat. Well, same hat. this was the hat from last year. I'm giving away. There you go. And he just said he's giving away a hat. Yes. Autographed? Yes, my and hat. So the winner. My, my, my the, uh, Mid-South Shooter Supply hat that I've worn. The winner of the video. trivia question is going to get your autographed hat. Yep. Autograph card that he split. Is that from the hostage shot? Yes. Hold uh, those up to the camera there. Yes. Yeah. The uh, last the last card split shot that I did, uh, the hostage shot, this is actually the... the do you autograph that too? Uh, no, but I will. I'll get oh, a Sharpie okay. here. I'll autograph this and, and send that also. So those, so those two things. And oh, and we got a third <laughs> thing: a a autograph box of Tic Tacs. You know what? Give us each one, and we'll all three autograph that box of Tic Tacs. That'd be pretty cool. Tic Tac. Oh, thank you. They keep your breath, Mickey. You trying fresh. to tell me something? Yep. And you can see in the video that we're it's actually not sweaty, eating out of Tic Tac. Yeah. <laughs> So, I only have one video of me shooting a Tic Tac. So, a lot of, you know, I do a lot of drug abusing mm-hmm. on my on my channel where I shoot aspirin. So, they're labeled. I actually posted my drug abuse number six. Really? Today. So, I've done six drug abusing and trick shots. Can you tell us what it was? And for our listeners, that is the only acceptable drug abuse, yes. drug abuse there is. That that, that's if you shoot it. That, yeah. That's correct. The, so, way, the way he abuses it. Yes. Right. I shoot aspirin, so I label it drug abuse. I can't actually take full credit for that. One of my buddies actually gave it that title, and I just ran with it. So It works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's late. What time is it? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I posted Somebody a video today of... Um, my tribute to Easter, where I shot a aspirin off of a egg, a regular egg, not hardboiled, not hardboiled, regular egg. And didn't the break carton. the egg. Did not break the egg from about twenty to thirty feet. And how many shots did it take you? I don't know. I, honestly, I don't remember that because I, I was on my third or fourth egg, and sometimes, but I hit the aspirin two other times before. But also, when it blew up, it it broke the egg, egg too. So um, I don't know. Probably eight, nine. Something like that. So how did you balance the Tic Tac on the egg? Well, I didn't shoot Tic Tac. I took aspirin. Oh, an aspirin. Yeah. Yeah. I just, okay. I just, I had a 
bottle cap. Like did you do the, the two liter? Did you do it on the very thin edge or do you on the no, broad? No, I laid edge? it down flat on the broad edge of the yeah. Ashburn. Yeah, I don't, I don't stand them up because that's too big of a target. I was going to say it's even harder. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that well, all mine are they're, they're sitting down like that. Because it's harder. <laughs> so I mean, you got. I mean, you just got to actually just barely nick the yeah, top yeah. of it with the bottom if of the. You bullet. could well, actually shoot a basketball as well as you shoot a twenty-two. Well, that would be so. Yeah, I, I'm learning. I'm learning how to do that. <laughs> so yeah, it just put me through college. What do I know? Um, <laughs> no, they had. Uh, anyways, they. Yeah, I, I I put it on its edge and stuff because it's harder. Um, but you could not. I could not aim. I think the reason why it's busting because I was hitting the top of the aspirin and the when I was hitting the top, it would force it down. The and, fragments and, were and, and crack cracking. The egg. The egg. So I started aiming at the edge of it. So, so you went and you bowled one and no, 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 no. And actually, <laughs> cracking on the video right after I shot it. You know, shot the aspirin. I, I took the egg, showed it to the camera, it wouldn't crack, and I cracked it right there, showed it was a real egg. So nice. Yeah. So that was that's a an amazing shot. Number six. So. So even more impressive. on the videos, yeah. the YouTube channel, 22 Plinkster. We do this thing every week, Plinkster, and it is time for Facts, Facts to, fight to Fight the, the Myths. Plinkster, we are and the cricket going to let you uh, do the uh, honors of being our first Fact to Fight the Myth for tonight. All right. Some people say that a bullet, once it hits water, it just disintegrates. It will not skip off of water. And that is a myth. Mm-hmm. I have three or four videos of me skipping bullets across the water, hitting targets on the other side. So, because I like rocks. Yeah, because I was always taught when I was younger. You know, you know, once that bullet hit, well, I wouldn't talk to my dad. My dad told me otherwise later, of course. Right. But you know, my friends and stuff are like, no, once it hits that water splash, that bullet just you know goes down in the water. No, it skips. And there was about twenty years ago, there was somebody killed locally, um, a, a young boy that they were turtle hunting and there's a turtle came up one boy shot and the bullet skipped went on the other side of the pond and hit him and, oh, and killed him so wow. yeah so that, that's actually a true story so anytime you shoot water whether it be with a 22 or any kind of rifle that bullet does not go in the water unless you're shooting straight down in the water you know it's skipping it's going somewhere another good point is uh if you're out shooting with someone mm-hmm. make sure that you're not shooting opposite of one another yes yeah. That's 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 very good safety tip. Yeah. Ooh. My myth for the week is has to do with accuracy of a firearm. Can apply to trick shooting a little bit. The myth is a freshly cleaned firearm is a more accurate firearm. And that is a myth because typically when you zero a gun, you've been shooting a few times and you're zeroing it in with a little bit of the foulings in the barrel. This is one of the only single instances where a little bit of dirt in the barrel might do a good thing. One of the factors necessarily for con- necessary for consistent shot placement has to do with consistency of the bore. And if you fire through a clean bore, it will almost always impact at a different point than the shots that follow that first shot. Mm-hmm. So the first shot is often the most important when you take it in a hunting situation or trick shooting situation in your case. Mm -hmm. So you don't ever want to clean your gun and then go want to have an accurate shot. The variation from a shot can be from an inch all the way up to three or four inches at 100 yards. So if you never shoot past 50 yards, it's not a big deal. It's not a big concern, but if you uh, find yourself trying to pull off a shot for a record book uh, buck or bighorn ram on a once-in-a-lifetime hunt at 400 or 500 yards, it could probably be a big deal. Yep. Uh, really mess you up. So remove all the variables that you can and send a round down the barrel first or just not clean it after you zeroed in and then go out shooting after that. 
I do that every single time I get through shooting. I clean the bore. Mm-hmm. Um, I spray some bore cleaner in there, let it soak for a little while, run the bore snake through it. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I go shoot, I put two magazines through it and then make sure I'm still zeroed in to where I need to shoot. Nope. So. What's your favorite smelling bore cleaner? Poppies. <laughs> Is it, I mean, that's a legitimate question because we had a, a listener that uh, yeah. his wife didn't like that, and he used hoppies, right? Yeah. Was it hoppies? Oh, hoppies. They need to make a hoppies cologne. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, well, we all said That's that. Yeah, we said. Dash I love the smell oh, yeah. of it. Oh, man. That is, yeah. He was wanting to know if there was any lemon fresh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that I know of. You know, Ballastol. Ballastol has its own little smell to it. Well, yeah. it, it. It's funny. When I go over to Hickok's house, man, as soon as you step out of the vehicle, it's Ballastol. Outside? That's outside. Wow. I'm talking, he has saturated the compound in ballastol. I'm talking, that's the first thing he smelled. Every time I get out, I'm like, man, I don't know if he's clean. I said, you clean any guns? No, I haven't cleaned any in about two or three days. I'm like, man, still smell the ballastol. He puts that stuff on everywhere, on his motorcycle, everything. I'm sure he cleans his motorcycle with ballastol. That's so awesome. That is an awesome. True gun lover. So, left hand, what's your facts to fight the myth this week? This week... My fact fight the myth is stainless guns require less maintenance. Uh, They require just as much, if not more, than your normal guns. And a lot of the guns that say they're stainless aren't really stainless. So you've got to keep an eye on those. Uh, If you've got those stainless guns out there, you want to keep those things nice and clean, even though they might be more accurate if they're dirty, according to Zeke. (laughs) <laughs> Not too dirty, though. Uh, the whole purpose in keeping them clean uh, is to prevent the rust and mm-hmm. whatnot. So keep those stainless skins clean. It may take them a little longer to rust, but they'll still... Yeah. They'll They're still, still going to rust. rust. Yeah. yeah. you got to keep your eye on them. But uh, if you if you maintain them just like you do your blued guns, then you'll be fine. Hey, we had a uh, another Canadian podcast give us a shout-out on the show this week. It's really cool. Some more um, Canucks. Yeah. Some more hosers. It was the Warriors Ethos show. Hey. Warriors they, Ethos. Yeah. Hey, What's good. an ethos? Uh, it's like a, a, what, a bird? philosophy. No, like a like a philosophy. <laughs> a mindset. A bird. Ethos. <laughs> That'd be pterodactyl. <laughs> I know what an ethos is. I was just giving them a hard time. But, uh, yeah, they, they they gave us some very kind words, and I listened to their show. It was a pretty good show. I talked about prepping and stuff like that, which we'll probably do at some point, do a prepper show. Very cool. Thanks to the Warriors Ethos uh, radio yeah. show. Thanks, Bross. Before we leave, do you got anything you want to plug, Plinkster? Yeah, I have actually have a couple things. Uh, one is uh, any Top Shot fans out there, Season 3, Dustin Ellerman. Is. This guy right here is a Top Shot fan. I yeah, like, are you a Top Shot fan? I love Top Shot. Oh, man, yeah. I love that show. Of course, I you know I catch it after the season. After already the season done. on Netflix, <laughs> yeah, <It's> on Netflix. <laughs> so, <laughs> love I it. I won't tell you who won season three. Okay. Don't okay. tell me. Season three champion Dustin Ellerman um, <laughs> is actually coming is. to Middle Tennessee and speaking at my church. So. If you need tickets or want tickets, the deadline is next week. So you can send me you know, a request on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, type in 22 Plinkster, like me on Facebook, and shoot me a message there. You can email me at 22plinkster at gmail.com, and I can send you some information about purchasing those tickets. They're $20 a piece, um, that, and that also cl- includes their meal. So he's going to be speaking at my church for probably about I don't know, probably about an hour, hour and a half, and then we're going. Where's he from? Uh, he's actually from Texas. Heck from yeah. Texas. So he's from Texas. He <laughs> is just an awesome guy, gun loving guy. So you know, one of those seasons, a guy from Tennessee won it. Yeah, from Franklin. He was yes. from Franklin actually. Uh, 
Chris Reed. Chris, Chris Reed. Reed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever meet him? No, I did not. I've never met Chris. Never met him. Mm-hmm. He seems so. like a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you can, uh, you know, send me a message on Facebook or you can tweet me and whatever. So I'll do Twitter to get tickets. Yeah, to get tickets. So, and like I said, the the deadline is next week, and we're only seating two hundred people. Nice. So, and we're having a barbecue dinner afterwards. So, the barbecue alone is going to be worth twenty bucks, man. Like you hook a couple of guys like me and Zeke up with some. some He's tickets. already bought tickets. Oh, you already bought my ticket. Thanks. Yeah, I got my wife. It's going to be date night. Mrs. Zeke. Mrs. Zeke. I have Mrs. some Zeke tickets on there. me right now if you would like to purchase them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You shouldn't have told me that. So, <laughs> I've been I, known to uh, pick a few pockets. So. Really? <laughs> That's how I got my nickname, Left Hand. Really? No, not really. It's not okay. a secret. We're not supposed to reveal <laughs> how not we became really. Left Hand. Uh, I'd, tra- I'd trade you four <laughs> tickets for that Glock. Four? Yeah. But really? I, yeah, but I know you'd be I was going to give it to you for two. Huh? I'm going to give it to you for two. I may give you one ticket for the Glock. <laughs> Blinkster's not a Glock fan. It's not uh, that I'm not a Glock knows. fan. It's just I'm an H&K fan. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, Glocks you, are you great You probably firearms. feel the same way I do about H&Ks. Uh-oh. No. And the battle begins. Anytime you want to come over to the range, the anytime you want to come over to the range, take five shots. Dude, feet. you can beat me with a slingshot. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'll let you shoot my H&K, and I'll let you shoot your Glock. Oh, to see which one I like better? Mm-hmm. See I which one you're more that. accurate with. I may do that. Because the accuracy alone, uh, it's just unbelievable. Because I haven't shot an H&K. I hit, and this is before I started doing YouTube stuff, I actually hit something about the size of a softball at 175 yards, one shot, with my forty. Wow. With that one right there? With my 40, just like this, P2000. Are they all double action like that? Mm-hmm. Well, this is the non-LEM, uh, so meaning that, you know, the LEM model is just strictly that. Okay, it's a little bit lighter trigger pull, mm-hmm. but it's it's strictly double action. Okay, with this, it's it's double and single. So this is the non-LEM, non-law enforcement model, so... But a lot of gotcha. a lot of your uh, federal agents carried the P two thousand and forty for years. Some of them still do it. Other stuff you wanted to plug? Yeah, I, I haven't announced it on YouTube or anything. I, I've kind of kept that off, but um, I announced it on my Facebook page today that I'm going to be taking a break from YouTube. A break? A break. Yes, I've been doing this for uh, about fifteen months now, and. If you've never done it, you know, had a channel or anything like that on YouTube, you really can't understand, I guess, the, the stress that it can put upon you. Yeah. I've seen time. that with I've seen that with several YouTube yeah. channel people. They'll get on there and you can tell they're, you know, getting kind of a little tired, a little burned out, and then, you know, they just, hey, look, I'm going to take a break. So. Yeah. And, it's and not uncommon. No, it, it's not. And but see, the sad thing is a lot of them never come back. And, mm. uh, you know, there's been a lot of good channels that uh, that never came back to it that, just because, honestly, I get between 200 and 500 emails every day of my life. Wow. And, you know, those are subscribers or personal messages or subscriptions and things of that nature. But, and I do look at all the comments, and I do read all the, the the emails and the direct messages. I may not answer to all of them, but I read every single one of them. And between just answering emails and then um, thinking of ideas constantly of what to do, and then my Fridays that I have off, I'm pretty much editing video. I'm thinking of ideas to do. I'm setting up props to shoot at and things of that nature. Um, checking the Facebook, checking the Twitter messages. He said Twitter too. <laughs> Twitter. So Twitter. That's, that's what I call it. I say Twitter. Yeah. And, Twitter. Um, you know, just between doing all of that stuff, it literally it takes up 40 hours of my week every week. And I work a full time job, which I work 50 hours a week. Yeah. We and, feel you, brother. We and it's you. just it's yeah. just gotten to a point that I want to continue to do it. And before I get burnt out on it, I, I, 
I need to step away and, you know, look at my priorities a little bit better, start putting other things before, you know, YouTube, you know, my family being one of those because I get home and see the kids and stuff and I'm checking emails and, you know, I'm doing this and that. Mm -hmm. And that's just, that's not going to fly anymore. So I've just got to sit back and just reprioritize and get a game plan of stuff I want to do. Now, it's, I don't know how long it's going to last, probably a couple weeks, a couple months at the most. I've got some really, really, really big stuff coming up on YouTube. I've can't, say anything i can't mention anything no, give me spoilers here i know he's, he's oh, come, gonna on, come back with a big spoilers. bang no it, on, it's <laughs> it's going to be probably not the next video i do today was probably the last video that's going to be for a while probably at least three weeks because usually i at least upload one a week sometimes two a week it's it's going to be it's going to be my number one request of what people want me to do and uh cool so and that's what so I'm. you heard be, it here first yeah so that's what i'm gonna be mm-hmm. coming back with if everything goes correctly like it is so far it's 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 gonna it's going to it's going to totally change my channel totally change it cool and, and maybe uh your first video back could be um <clears throat> something we discussed a few months ago when uh you got a taped up box of 22 and a couple other boxes of 22 and mm-hmm. there's gonna be like this tribute that was gonna be done to somebody yeah um, a tribute to um uh, talking lit oh I yeah i think so, that's what it was oh, yeah. see I, I did a tribute with the other podcast that i was on yeah, give me yeah. a trick shot idea well you uh, you and i discussed like I'll, I'll find you an old microphone you can fill it with the uh, tannerite <laughs> Just blow the mic up. <laughs> I don't know how challenging that would be, but yeah, we'll come up with something cool. So I can do, I can do something like a swinging, like cut a swinging microphone or something. Oh, like cut the cord, hit the cord or something yeah. like that. So you know. cut the cord from a high distance and then shoot a thing of tannerite right where it drops that blows up the mic. See now, now you do, <laughs> now, you're, now you're like some of my subscribers. They're like, I want to see a. I want to see a bank shot with a bullet. A bank like shot? Like a ricochet shot? Well, kind of kind of recreate our bullets that are flying. You know, we've got the bullets that are going mm-hmm. in opposite directions where you shoot one and, and then it bounces back and comes the other direction. Wow. Did you do I that? I took physics in college, but I don't think I could help you with that one. No, I, doubt I can't do that. Probably not. You don't think so? No, probably not. I don't, I'm not even sure I'm following you. <laughs> a ricochet bullet and make I, it go the back the way it came? I'm, I'm gonna be the back the way it came. I don't want it to come back the way it came. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying. For a trick I've shot. been trying to find a mannequin for a long time to do a trick shot with. If anybody listening has a mannequin at their house, first of all, that's weird. <laughs> that is but weird. But second of all, if you'd like to give it up, um, you know, contact us. We'll get the mannequin to yeah. There's a, there's a couple of trick shots I want to do with the mannequin. I think we probably turn up a mannequin. Yeah. We probably know somebody works in a department store. Yeah, sure. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have to have arms or anything. You know, I just need the torso and the head. Yeah, nice. that's all I Kind of like the MythBusters Buster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll have like a contest to come up with a name for it and everything. There you go. Sweet. Awesome. And then Bernie, like on Barney Five. <laughs> hey, Bernie. <laughs> well, thanks for listening Bernard. again, Plinkster. Thanks for coming in and had a fun um, time. Everybody, check out his uh, YouTube channel. Just Twenty Two Plinkster. Uh, the number 22 and the word Plinkster put together. Also on Facebook. It's Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash 22 Plinkster. And Twitter's the same way. 
Tweeter also. Oni Tweeter. Tweeter. Don't forget to check out our other shows from the Firearms Radio Network. Uh, shows like Gun Guy Radio, Gun Girl Podcast, This Week in Guns, which we've AR been on a couple times. 15. AR-15 Podcast. The Rogue and Guy. I, we didn't give him a shout out last time. We Who? do have a new member of the Firearms Radio Network. It's um, Student of the Gun Radio. I he actually, I, did. I think you mentioned it, but I wanted to mention that he's new. Welcome, welcome to the Firearms yeah, Radio Network. Yeah, for we forgot you. Sorry, bro. He's got a pretty big YouTube channel. I don't know if you've ever seen it. You student of the gun? I've heard of it. Yes. I don't know how big it is, but he started a podcast with her. He's just starting up. Yep. So welcome, give him some him. love, and that's www.firearmsradio.tv. Don't forget to leave those reviews on iTunes. Get that ranking up, and our Facebook, and our Facebook. Same thing. Comment on our posts that we have there, too. Good, bad, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. We'd like to hear from you. You can follow us on Twitter at TalkingLead. And you can send all your feedback to TalkingLead at gmail.com also. And isn't next week our... Next week is beauty the week contest. The AR beauty contest. We are crossing our fingers that some got any ARs, the table for us is, Do I have any ARs? You got any ARs? Yeah. What kind of questions that? Yeah. <laughs> you want to submit them into our? I mean, you could be like uh, honorary because the deadline's already passed. Well, he may end up being a judge, maybe. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I've got a to... I've got a Remington R15, and I've got decked out pretty it's good. Purdy. Saw an R25 the other day. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the 308. Yeah. I've got a three. I've got a DPMS AR10 also. That's the camo one, right? No, that's the black one, and okay. it's it's match barrel, match trigger. You know, twenty six inch barrel, fluted crown, right? Twenty six powered scope ooh, on ooh, it, ooh, ooh. and it has never <laughs> it has never fired factory ammo. Only hand loads through it. Nice. So, and it's it's my thousand yard one of my thousand yard guns, and of course my. AR-15, my Remington, it's got the Leopold's on, you know, Surefire Flashlight, Green Lasers, Bipod, you know, it's got the whole nine yards. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. We'll talk about it You post week. some pictures of it on our Facebook. Okay. People would like to see those. And don't forget about our website where you can go and buy Talking Lead merchandise. Just go to www.talkingled.com and go to the store. Talking Lead Schwag. The link will be there. Some really cool stuff in there. And once again, left hand, as always, keep your loved ones close and your firearms closer.